When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the My Gastric Sleeve Podcast with your host, Nima Karazi. Nima is just a regular guy who had the gastric sleeve surgery, and this is his story. He is not a doctor. This podcast is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. If you have medical questions, ask your doctor. Now let's get into it. Hello and welcome to the My Gastric Sleeve Podcast. I'm your host, Nima Karazi, and this is my journey. Now, today, I want to go over stage five. Uh, I want to give you a second update on that because stage five is so long that I thought I would give you a second update uh, with two weeks left until stage six. And really, the only difference between stage five and stage six is that in stage six, I can have like a slice of bread or a tostada or something um, carby that I can't have now. And I will say specifically today, (laughs) my wife and I went to Starbucks and it was great and wonderful and amazing. And, you know, she got a a nice tea and I got um, a hummus protein box that had carrot, baby carrots and snow peas and uh, grilled chicken and hummus and also three, probably two and a half inch pieces of naan which I couldn't have and my wife wasn't going to eat um, uh, as she's doing uh, Whole30 now. And I just, I was so upset. I was so hungry for it. I wanted it. Um, it was difficult. It was a difficult moment for me. I love bread. I love carbs. And you know, chips and, uh, and just breads, however many breads there are sourdough and, uh, all these under, uh, underappreciated breads like rye, uh, wheat toast, even I would, I'd murder some wheat toast <laughs> right now. Um, but these kinds of, uh, restrictions have kind of pushed me back a little bit. And I, I would love uh, to be able to have like a little bit of bread and, you know, it'd be such a treat. Um, and that's kind of been this journey for me this whole time has been getting to a place where something becomes a treat and then it just kind of becomes a normal see, uh, a normal aspect of my diet. And then it just kind of becomes incorporated to my daily, uh, food intake and just becomes calories um, protein shakes were like that in the beginning, uh, because I was stuck on having, uh, this not so great, uh, protein liquid for the first three days that when I could have a protein shake, I was very excited about it. Uh, protein bars became that for me, excuse me, uh, as of late P3 snacks, uh, not a sponsor of the podcast, but they should be. Uh, P3 makes these really healthy snacks um, that have like diced either ham or chicken or turkey and they'll have some nuts and some cheeses and um, 
those are great too because they have uh, like 12 grams of protein in them. So in a pinch, if you're driving somewhere, you're going somewhere, they're light, they're easy to pack, they're easy to keep cool, um, and they're they're easy to snack on. It's not that big of a deal. Um, so And cheese has changed for me. My palate has changed. We've, we've discussed this in previous episodes, but my palate has changed a little bit. So cheese is a little creamier for me. It's a little fattier. Um, I don't like that. I never liked that aspect of cheese. Um, I'm really more of a sharp cheddar guy anyway. Um, but anyway, I digress. So um, so these kinds of uh, of changes are are fantastic, but being able to have a little bit of bread is something I'm very, very much looking forward to. Now, to get back to stage five, so here's here's the major update. I have been struggling with this for a little over two months now since the start of the surgery is some way of getting onto a a proper eating schedule. Now, I don't mean, you know, a medical eating schedule. All I mean is literally an eating schedule that makes sense, that I know at roughly at this time I'm having my first meal and roughly at this time I'm having my last meal and the rest of them are kind of uh, scattered in between. And then I drink my water or I have it in the morning or in the afternoon. But whatever whatever the case is, I need to have this understanding for myself of timing things accurately because I'm, um, well, the nice way to say it is particular. The way I say it is anal retentive. Um, I really care about time and management of time and the ease, the ease of eating foods that are going to be protein efficient for me. So I have to get at least 50 grams of protein in a day. And so, so normally my day is, you know, waking up first thing in the morning, you know, you brush your teeth, you do all that stuff. You weigh yourself like a, like an obsessed person. And then you update your, uh, Noom app. Also not a sponsor of the podcast, but they should be. Um, and then, uh, I go on a walk for 30 minutes, right? And I, I walk for 30 minutes because I have to walk because of the Prilosec has to diminish my uh, stomach acid. So I have to walk for 30 minutes. So once I do that and I come back home, then I have my protein shake as soon as I get back. So I'm energized with my walk. I'm, I'm like satisfied. I'm, I'm, I'm amped. Uh, I'm also uh, fasting cardio which uh, burns more calories and feels even better. That's great. And then I get back and I get to have my protein shake, which is wonderful. So that uh, gives me about 20 grams of protein and 150 calories. Um, And then because that's a liquid, I still have to wait 30 minutes anyway um, in order to eat a solid. So between solids and liquids, there's a 30-minute waiting period. We've discussed this also in previous episodes um, so look back on those as well if you want, or the Q&A episode will, will also be helpful. Um, so after 30 minutes of waiting after having the liquid, then I can have a solid. And usually the first thing I have is either a protein bar or a P3 snack. Um, each of those is about 12 to 15 grams of protein and about 200 calories. So I kind of uh, mix and match between the two. Um I don't usually like to eat protein bars every single day because they're not very nutritious and they're full of garbage, like just 
a bunch of chemicals to make them last longer, which is not what I want. Um, but they're chock full of protein and very low calories. Um, although it's the highest calorie thing I eat during the day, um, it's still not very efficient for me because it's full of just junk. Um, so I'll have one of those. Then I'll have some salami that has 150 calories and it has like 14 grams of protein. So I'll have some of that. And then I'll have veggies or fruit. Um, and that doesn't have any protein in it, but the fruit has about a hundred calories. Veggies don't have any calories. Um, so that's really great. And so by the end of the day, right, with my protein shake at 150, my salami at 150 puts me at 300, my fruit at 100 puts me at 400, and then either the protein bar or the P3 snack puts me at 600, and sometimes I'll be like really hungry and I'll go, you know what, I'm going to have a snack or I'm going to have the protein bar now or I'm going to have, you know, whatever. So um, basically my roughly calories are between six and 800 calories a day. It's not a lot. Uh, I'm also walking every day, uh, well, six days a week, and my walks burn about three to 400 calories. And then I also move a lot. And so I'm moving and burning another three to 400 calories. So every day I'm negative, right? That's how, that's how weight loss works, isn't it? It's just calories in, calories out. That's it. So if you have 600 calories going in, 800 calories going out, you're negative 200 calories, so you've lost that 200 calories. You're not malnourished as long as you're taking your vitamin, you're taking your Prilosec, you're making sure that your protein shake has has vitamins and minerals you need, your protein bar has vitamins and minerals you need, and you're eating regular good uh, almonds, cheeses, meats that are healthy for you, fruits and veggies that are untouched. Just chop up a honeydew, chop up a cantaloupe, chop up a pineapple, uh, and just have at it, have a cup of that, uh, a day, right? That's good for you. And veggies are, you know, a free for all really, except for celery, apparently that causes blockage. So don't do that. Um, or check with your nutritionist. I'm not a doctor, nor do I claim to be one. Um, cool. So I'm at about six to 800 calories a day walking and, and, uh, exercising and doing all that a day. And just recently, I started thinking to myself, what if I started doing intermittent fasting? Because I'm already um, eating at around 8.30 and and finishing around 6.30, um, which puts me at about 10 hours of eating. And intermittent fasting is basically 8 hours of eating. So it would be like if I started eating at 12 and finished at 8, or I started at 11 and finished at 7, um, it would be that. Um, and I could very easily do that. That wouldn't be a big problem for me. Um, mentally, I feel like I'm not as energized without my protein shake. I'm definitely more amped after my walks, but I would definitely like to have, uh, more energy. And I I feel like the protein shake gives that to me, or maybe a handful of almonds would give that to me. And I would hate to wait three hours before, Um, I'm able to have this, like start my day and a couple meetings in and then be able to have some almonds or a protein shake or something that's going to kind of boost me up. Um, I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know how my body would respond to that. 
Um, but I'm curious to see what it might do. So maybe I'll start that in March and kind of see what happens there. March 1st is also the first day of stage five for me. Um, today's uh, Valentine's Day, uh, which I'm recording and my my sainted wife is uh, in the bedroom being quiet so that I can record this. And I really appreciate that. So Michelle, when you're listening to this, thank you very much for that. And um, yeah, so uh, so I also so not only stage five are my calories increasing because before I wasn't able to have protein bars and now I am or P3 snacks and now I am or fruit even it was like a quarter cup of fruit and now it's a whole cup of fruit. So all those calories are increasing, which is great. But now I'm starting to feel like I want to do a little bit more. I want to go to the gym. I'm dying to go to the gym. We're still on lockdown. We're not we're not in the worst worst lockdown, but we're we're still relatively stay at home lockdown. The gyms are all outdoor only and I really miss hitting the weights at the gym. I know it sounds like such a like a lunk thing to say like, "Oh, this, you know, oh, I miss I miss racking the weights, bro. I miss I miss having a spotter, bro. Can you spot me, bro? Yeah, bro. Come on, bro." Let's get it up. Let's do three plates, baby. Come on. Yeah, let's do it. I'm not I'm not that guy. I've never really been that guy. Uh, if anything, I try to be uh, like a silly guy at the gym. Uh, <laughs> I have a really good friend of mine, uh, Omar, and we were at the gym together and we were working out and he was spotting me and I was uh, I was pushing the weight. Uh, and it wasn't very heavy, but I was I was pushing it. And every time I pushed the weight, I'd go, ah! and then it would come back. And then I'd go, ah! and it would come back. And then I did like a third time. I was like, ah! and then he kind of looked at me and he, he whispered in my ear a little. He like leaned down and he was like, hey, buddy, can you not do that? Because it's really loud. And I was like, oh, yeah, man, no problem. And then I just started lifting the weights and not saying anything at all because I was just doing it to be funny. Anyway, um, what I'm saying is I'm not a meathead. I just really miss doing weight training because I love working out my back, my biceps, my triceps, my chest, my legs, like oh, just a whole leg day. I miss that. I love that. And I really, really am craving that again. Um, that's one aspect of it. Um, I, I, so I definitely want to do weights. Um, I, I, I want to do more walking, like more time, more distance, you know, but my 30 minutes a day, maybe I do two 30 minutes a day. Maybe I wake up a little earlier. I do an hour a day. Um, more challenges. Oh man, I'd love to do like, uh, like a 5k a month or an 8k or maybe a 10k. You know, I think that the longest I've ever done is an 8k. And that was years and years ago. Uh, for Thanksgiving, we did a turkey trot, which was 5k, which is roughly three miles. And an 8k is roughly five miles. I'd love to do that. I'd love to do something like that, like on a monthly basis. Um, I think that'd be really cool uh, to kind of challenge myself and to train for that and uh, to have those like um, successes under my belt, uh, which keeps getting cinched tighter and tighter. Um, I think that's really neat. I just want to feel motivated because I have this energy, right? I have this energy I haven't had in a very long time and I'm very excited about it. You know, at this point, I'm down a little over 70 pounds and I'm noticing a huge difference. I'm walking easier. Just yesterday, my wife and I went to go visit my parents and we decided to go for a little mile and a half walk, a stroll, if you will. 
and we went, you know, our, we paced at about 22.30, which is not fast at all, but it's not like desperately slow. Um, so we walked like a little over a mile and a half in about 30 minutes and it was great and really fun. And we, as we're walking, I'm having a full on conversation with my father and then a full on conversation with my mother and then a full on, you know, and it's, uh, it's fantastic. It's fantastic to be able to do that. And also it's great to be able to, to think to myself that this isn't challenging me enough. And then there was this, a couple hills and man, getting up those hills, that was like really interesting because here at my house, when I walk in the mornings, there's no hills. It's flat all the way to the, to the park and all the way back. And even the park is like a little hilly. If I go to the park at all, I usually don't. So walking with my folks was like a really cool thing. But then all of a sudden there's these hills and I'm like, oh, wow, this is like I'm actually winded and I'm having a difficult time. And then I recouped like immediately. It was fantastic. So I I really enjoyed that. And it, it felt like when I was younger, you know, that things, th- just things in general are less of a nuisance for me. Like, you know, you, you have something in your hand that needs to go in the trash and the trash can's like 20 feet away and you're like, I'll just leave it here on the side of the table and I'll toss it later. But now I'm like, no, fuck that. I'm going to get up and go throw it in the trash. Or um, I left my phone at my desk and it's charging and I'm sitting in my chair now and it's literally, literally, it's less than six feet away from me. I could stand up and lean over and get it. But I'm like, I still have this old fat mentality of like oh man i want to get up i'm so comfortable right now you know i'll just let it charge over there and if i need anything i'll just you know maybe when my wife walks past i'll wait for her to get up to get past me and i'll ask her to just toss me my phone real quick and then she'll do that that'll be great that'll work out you know and now now i'm like no no fuck that i'm gonna get up and go get the phone i'm gonna go take the trash i'm gonna take the trash out the other day I was like, you know, I have like 15 minutes before uh, I'm going to do anything right now. I'm just going to start putting the trash in the cart and take it out to the to the bin and toss it out. Because it's one of those things that just makes me happy to be able to just do this. Even this morning, this morning we were going, I was surprising my wife with this really cool uh, uh, um, experience we went and made. Uh, bowls. I made a coral bowl. I can't wait f- to see what it looks like. It's coming back in a week. And she made like a really cool like uh, tile bowl. And um, so this morning we're, we're leaving and I was surprising her and she's like, do I need to wear this? Do I need to wear that? Is this okay? Is that okay? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So as we're kind of like a little bit rushed to get out, she left her mask in the apartment and she was like, oh, it's kind of cold and I need my sweater. And she left her car keys in the apartment and I don't have her car keys on my keys anymore. So I was like, hey, I was like, hey, why don't you take the keys and go sit in the car where it's warm and I'll go upstairs with my house keys. I'll give you the car keys. I'll take the house keys. I'll go upstairs. I'll get your mask. I'll get your sweater from the, I'll bring your car keys. We'll get your sweater from the car. And look, five months ago, me would have been like, oh man, it's such a drag. Can you just wear another mask or can you do this thing or do you want to? you know, do that, like just what any other thing that is possible instead of me having to go back upstairs and get it. But I just, I love it. I love doing it. And I have all this energy and it's just, it feels like 
Things are less annoying. Things are less of a nuisance. It's easier. I weigh less. I feel younger. I feel more energized. And I'm excited. And to further that point, not only am I excited about just the basic stuff, but also it feels good when people notice, like just randomly people notice. Like like the other day I was walking and I was doing a Marco Polo to a friend. Marco Polo is like a video chat thing. They're not a sponsor of this podcast, but they should be. And I was doing a Marco Polo to a friend of mine and this lady that was walking past me, she's like, hey, you're looking really good lately. And I was like, thank you very much. I have no idea who that lady is. I don't think I've ever seen her before. I'm sure she's a neighbor who's seen me walking around, saw fat me walking around plus 70 pounds, you know, three months ago, and then saw less fat me walking around minus 70 pounds and goes, that guy did something. And then she wanted to tell me. We never bumped into each other. She saw me walking and then she was like, hey, you're looking good, kid. Fantastic. That means the world to me. I mean, you should just tell people they look good, period. Just not even sight unseen, not even knowing anybody. You should just walk past people when you're walking anywhere and go, hey, you look great. Hey, you're doing a great job. Look at you, huh? You look fantastic. And then just keep walking. Fuck it. Don't don't engage any further. How do I know you? None of that. Just say the nice thing and then keep walking past. It was so refreshing. It was so lovely to hear that. And then going to see my parents and my uncle yesterday, and it was so great walking with them and everything. But the but the nicest part was that they noticed that I had lost all this weight, and they were like, "Oh my God, you look so great!" And then I, I was wearing uh, usually I wear six XL, which is huge. And then lately I've been wearing four XLs that I had in the back of my closet, and th- that's been fine. And then I went to my parents' house, and then they had some 3XLs for me and some 2s, but I didn't fit in the 2s. So, but I tried on some of the 3s, and they fit. So then I'm, I took some of those. So now I increased my my wardrobe by uh, two polos and a, and a t-shirt and a pair of pants. And I'm very excited about that. But basically, it's like just the fact that they noticed, just the fact that they were even aware at all that this is great. You're doing a great job. You know, look at you losing all this weight. It's fantastic. That feels good. And e- and even, I'll even add this in that most people won't admit to, but I'll even add this in. It even feels good when I tell someone and then they say it to me. If someone's like, how you doing? And I go, really good, man. I'm down 70 pounds. And they go, oh man, yeah, you look great. I'll take that. I'll take that all day, every day. Are you kidding? Give me a compliment and see my smile. That's my motto. I love it. It energizes me. It reinvigorates me. It makes me feel like I've accomplished something and not for nothing. I am constantly being patted on the back by my wife, by my parents, by my uncle, by my family in general. But it just feels good to hear it from anybody. doesn't even matter who. It could be just a random stranger in the street. I was walking at the park before even my surgery. I was walking just to make sure that I could walk. And some guy said, hey, I saw you here. I've seen you here walking a few times the last few weeks. And I wanted to tell you, keep it up. You're doing a great job. Don't stop. Don't quit. You're really doing great. And that meant a lot to me because this guy doesn't know me. He doesn't know my struggle. He doesn't know what I'm dealing with. But maybe he saw something. Maybe he was like, oh, here's a big guy 
who's trying to work on himself and hopefully he stays motivated, but probably more often than not, he's not going to stay motivated. He's just going to have it all kind of fade away. He's going to do this for like six weeks and then he's going to stop and I'm never going to see this dude again. And he's just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And let me tell you, that guy would be a hundred percent right for all of the previous years of my life. He would have been a hundred percent accurate about me, but because this is fear induced because this was, if you don't change your ways, you have about 20 years left to 30 years left to, no, 20, sorry, 20 years left to live. That's about, that's what my doctor told me. If you don't change your ways, you have about 20 years left before you're going to have a heart attack and die. And if that doesn't scare the shit out of you, I don't know what's gonna. I don't know who's walking away from that going, well, that means I have 10 years to fix shit. No, no. There is this beautiful old saying that the greatest, the best day to plant a tree is 30 years ago. And the second best day to plant a tree is today. The best day for me to have done something to lose this weight was 20 years ago. The second best day for me to do something is today. I have been given this example time and time again, whether it came to my education, getting my bachelor's degree. I was like, what, 25 years old talking to a girl that I was dating and telling her, I don't know, they said it's going to take me another three years to get my degree. And I don't know if I want to stick around for three more years. And I've been kind of off and on and this and that. And she was like, listen, These three years are going to go past whether you do this degree or not. What I don't want is to hear you tell me three years from now, oh, I should have. I should have done it and I didn't and now I'm stuck. And I was like, yeah, that's true. Now I wish the rest of the story was and then I just went to college and I got my degree in three years. But no, I didn't get my degree for another like 10 years after that because I was still hemming and hawing. It doesn't matter how much you want something for someone until they want it. It's not going to happen. All the people that that were concerned about my weight, that were concerned about my health, my parents all the time chirping in my ear, you know, you're okay for now, but it's going to catch up with you. My dad just constantly, it's going to catch up to you. It's going to catch up to you. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. And then you get white coat syndrome. You go, you talk to a doctor and then boom, you're like, oh, this person's legit. This person knows what they're talking about. And bam, all of a sudden you're doing stuff. You're, you're, you're changing your, your life. And I mean, I had to talk to my therapist about it too. It was one of those things that like, I would love to be motivated on the positive end. Hey, buddy, if you do this, if you lose this weight, you're going to feel so energized and you're going to feel like working out more and you're going to feel like going on walks and you're going to feel so much better about your life choices and you're going to feel this and feel that. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be wonderful. And I'm like, oh, I wish I was motivated by that, but I'm, I'm motivated by the negative. Hey, asshole, if you don't do this, you're going to suffer this, you're going to suffer that, you're going to suffer this issue, you're going to suffer that issue, your diabetes is going to get worse, they might have to chop a leg off, you're going to die in less than 20 years, you don't get to retire, dum-dum, you retire at 65, Jack, you're 40, 
So you get to work until you're 60 and then die from your house alone because you wouldn't let anybody help you. You wouldn't listen to anybody. Now everyone's left your ass. That's the fucking scariest thing in the whole wide world. Why would you keep doing that to yourself? So yeah, you're going to die? Yeah, okay, now my ears are perked. What's up, Doc? What's going on? So, I know this is supposed to be a stage 5 update. <laughs> Jesus Christ, this thing got deep real fast. But honestly, it's the it's the momentum. It's the motivation. It's the the fire. It's all of that stuff put together that just feels great. It just feels really good to be able to have this energy, have this motivation, have this want and desire to do more, to, to work out, to train, to challenge myself, and to reap the benefits. I'm seeing them every day. I'm seeing them. I lose weight. I'm losing about five pounds a week. And look, even if I stall, I stall. Who cares? Big deal. So you stalled. One week I lost two pounds. I was so upset. I was bitching and moaning to my uncle and my dad. And they were like, hey, you lose two pounds a week. That's over 100 pounds a year. You're golden, kid. Don't worry about it. Oh, yeah, that's right. Math. I forgot. Week three, you're supposed to have a stall. I did. And then like week seven, I had a stall. And then just last week or two weeks ago, I had another stall and then it picked right back up. I had a stall for like two days. I literally, I was like, I weighed this much and then the next day I weighed the same amount and then the third day I weighed a pound more. And I was like, huh, this must be that weird stall they're talking about that's later on. And then literally the the day after that, I lost two pounds and then the day after that, I lost two more pounds and then I lost another pound and then I was, so I was down five for the week. It was amazing. And I wasn't even upset about the gaining of the one pound or the stalling for the two days. This is all your body just kind of coming to terms with all this shit it has to deal with. So anyway, to recap, I'm eating more on a schedule now, which is really helping me. I'm getting those calories in. I'm getting that protein in. That's really helping me. I might start intermittent fasting. I need to read more about it. I also need to be able to pronounce it better. Intermittent intermittent how many of the t's do you enunciate intermittent i would probably just do it that way intermittent fasting just eight hours i'd be cool with that i'm all right but you have to skip breakfast and that's like a big deal to me so i might i might try it for a week and see how i feel there's three versions of it by the way there's one version that you just eat eight hours during eight hours in a day and skip breakfast the second version of it is you um, fast completely, uh, for two days out of the week. So like you fast from dinner to dinner, like you have your lunches or whatever. And then like at seven o'clock at night, you stop eating. And then seven o'clock at night, the next day you start eating again. And you do that twice a week, which I could easily do, but then I'm not getting any calories in at all those two days. And the third version was something also difficult much more difficult for me because my my caloric intake is so low but it was something different like um what was it we're gonna edit all this um um stuff out but it was basically like okay it was 
intermittent fasting is eight hours or it's fast for two days or it's, well, shit, now I can't think of it. Intermittent fasting. And it's over here. And the third one, the third version of it, <clears throat> the third version of it is called the 5 2 diet. So basically, you only have like 500 to 600 calories on two consecutive days of the week, but you eat normally the other five days. So I don't know how much that would actually help me because I'm only eating six to 800 calories in a day. So dropping it to 500 calories would basically just mean like my protein shake, my protein bar and salami. And that would be it. And like vegetables, um, twice a day. And then the other days I'd have like, like 300 more calories. Um, I don't know how much that would help me, but I, I don't think I'd get my protein in. Uh, so I'd have to see about that. Uh, so I should also probably talk to my nutritionist about it before I do anything stupid. So, uh, I will have a further update on that for all of you. But, um, to recap, I'm more energetic. I have way more desire to walk, desire to exercise. I'm excited about what the future holds. I'm down 70. I can't wait to see where the rest of this takes me. And I'm excited. I'm excited for all the all the fun things. I haven't had this much energy in a very long time and I'm I'm stoked about it. So I hope this episode helped. It was kind of all over the place. So I apologize for that. And uh, if it didn't, then listen to another one. All right. Talk to y'all later. Bye. Thanks for listening to the My Gastric Sleeve podcast. If you liked what you heard, subscribe, give us a five-star review and share it with a friend. Please follow us on all social media at My Gastric Sleeve Podcast or let us know what you think at mygastricsleevepodcast.com. 